because Kirsten's out of town today, so I'm just kind of, I should probably clean so that the apartment's not a mess when she comes back, so I can, like, prove my worth as a human being. Welcome to 20-somethings with Attitude, the PowerPod Rangecast podcast, where we watch old episodes of Power Rangers and hold up scrutiny they in no way we're intending. From the head, I'm your host and lead ranger, Andrew, and who even fucking cares is my co-host, Seth. I care. Do you? Yeah. Our third co-host, Joe, couldn't be here today because racing. So today we watched episode 319 of Power Rangers as a whole, episode 26 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Mean Wheels Mantis, which originally aired October 29th, 1999. A motorcycle riding mantis captures Maya and Kendricks and changes them to gold trophies. The other rangers must defeat him in a race to get them back, but the Astro Cycles aren't fast enough. By communicating with the Lion Galacta Beast, Leo is able to transform his cycle into the Red Capsular Cycle, defeating the mantis and saving the girls. Andrew, in a sentence or less, what did you think? This should have been one of the best episodes of the season, and instead it was garbage. Should have been super fun, instead it was garbage. Should have been interesting to watch, instead it was garbage, and I was on my phone. Why is this season garbage, Seth? Um, I actually didn't mind it too much. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, as soon as I got on here and you were like, what the fuck's up, you fucking idiot, man? I was like, we disagreed. I wanted to like this one. Well, it's about well, okay, let's let's jump in. So I liked it. You okay. didn't. I think you're being probably overly critical. I assume I will have changed your mind by the end, or at least like maybe it wasn't garbage. I'm not saying this is great storytelling or anything, but it was enjoyable enough. So let's just jump in. So why didn't you like it? It just wasn't. I think. More so than the episode just not being interesting, which I didn't I didn't really find it interesting. As I was watching it, I kept thinking this should be interesting, and it's not. And it made me hate it more. And I guess at the end of the day, is it interesting? Probably not. But I think one of the reasons I liked it, it's different. And See, and I that's stopped why I felt it. I should have liked it. I stopped liking it when the monster grew big out of nowhere. Because... For pretty much the whole episode, I was thinking, I hope there's no big monster fight. They're just racing all episode, and that's the that's the conflict. And then, spoiler alert, Leo wins and gets the trophies, and or destroys the mantis, and then the trophies turn back into normal. And I thought, oh, cool. If they came back, they don't need to beat the monster anymore. And then they were like, oh, yeah, they, he does. And then it got immediately boring and dumb. It, and I, it doesn't help that the giant monster fight is literally like maybe 40 seconds long well and 30 seconds of that is the entirety of the megazord forming piece by piece it's unnecessary i mean we've said that a lot of times with the with the monster growing big out of nowhere it's entirely unnecessary in this episode the only nice thing about the giant monster fight is at least they defeat him a different way it's just over and done with so quickly that i could not care about how different it was they've used they've used that before Oh, have they? Yeah, I it remember seemed different. It. And did they ever shoot uh, pink energy out of the shoulder before? New. But anyway, I guess here's the thing: this felt like it should have been a season one, season two episode where fighting the monster is completely it. It's built into its own arbitrary rules of there's a race, and I just finished watching Cocker Ranger, and before that, Die Ranger, and 
especially in Die Ranger, there are a couple reoccurring monsters that every episode they appear in, it's built around some kind of stupid contest. There's a soccer game, there's a baseball game, there's a race. And those are always really, really fun because they're so dramatically different. And in this, I thought they took the idea of we have to race this monster and made it as bland and uninteresting as possible. I just could not bring myself to care about any of it. And on top of that, it is when we have the second race, it's completed in one via essentially deus ex machina. And that deus ex machina is built around... Speaking to the Galactabeast, which I have already voiced how much I hate that Maya can do that, and now that Leo can sort of do it too, and the entire plot is built around it, even though in the end he could have just, they could have just said, I believed in myself hard enough, and what do you know, I transformed my motorcycle, and I would have, it would have been the fucking same. It also it doesn't less help annoying. When Leo is telling Maya that he talked to the Galactabeast. He like lies for some reason? Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that. Leo says that the the Galactabeast told him that there's more power in the motorcycle, and so during the race, I guess Leo is just like, what if I say galaxy power? Will that make me go faster? Like, we didn't see all the other scenes of him just shouting other stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he did it from the very beginning. I think I can. Just throughout the whole race, he was just saying random words. I mean, you might be right in that you hated it more because the Sentai show probably does these better, and again... I'm not saying that this is super interesting. I'm saying that it's different. It was... It was different. It just wasn't different enough to be enjoyable. It was just different enough to be infuriating for a different reason. I even, in some instances, tried to be mad at it. When the Mantis turns Kendricks and Maya into trophies. You mean into painted action figures on top of a pot? I mean, they look like trophies to me. They're like action figures, especially because well, yeah, the first time. yeah, of course they're action figures, but like, it's not like trophies like, are. Kendrick's is like leaning forward awkwardly. Yeah, and uh, they got that. like little pegs in their back where you can clip on armor or something. I mean, they look anyway. like trophies. I mean, yeah, I guess. I was just, they, they're they very, very like lazily made trophies. But I was ready to be pissed because it's just another monster that doesn't, that like has a theme and then has powers unrelated to that theme. But then when the goal was to win them, it worked out. I was I was fine with the power. Something that bothered me, and this this is probably just me. So the, I don't remember when they got this. Did Alpha give them these motorcycles? Or he gave them the little, like, go-kart spaceships. I think he gave them the little go-kart spaceships. Because, I don't know, anytime the Power Rangers summon some kind of vehicle or something, I just kind of think of Morphin Grid Magic vehicle. Fine. Whatever. Just the same as, like, the Zords get, like, slashed and, you know, exploded and they're sparking all the time. And we never see anyone repair them because I just go, eh, they're magic. Once they unsummon them, I don't know, they recharge for, like, 24 hours and then they're good to go again. So I get that Damon is the mechanic, mechanic. But why does he have to make these? Or why does he have to fix them? It's nice that there's a reminder that, hey, this is something he does and, you know, it's his job. But... When the plot is built around how destroyed their cycles are and he has to fix them, I was a little annoyed, but then I was like, eh, that's fine. You know, they are motorcycles. If they're destroyed, they're destroyed, and he needs to fix them, whatever. But when at the end, the whole resolution to the plot is that Leo can summon magical powers to make his bike transform into another bike, I went, so they they are fucking magic then, and why does he need to repair them like normal motorcycles? 
When he can just say some magic words and turn it into an all-new motorcycle, then I have a problem with the fact that they need to repair these motorcycles when they're damaged. And that's probably just me, but it rubbed me the wrong way. I agree. And instead of rubbing me the wrong way, I guess I kind of just glossed over it. And, you know, maybe I was just trying to take what I could get here. Where was Take What I Could Get, Seth, earlier when I was still positive about this show? Oh, well, we were watching absolutely downright crap episodes. (laughs) I mean, okay, compared to everything else we've seen this season. This isn't the worst. This is in the top, I mean, this is in the top 75% or top 25%. I would give you that in overall quality, I guess. It's just with how disappointed I was in the entire thing, I found myself more miserable during it. And like, and again, I mean, we've called out s- some stupid stuff. I don't like how. All right, so at the beginning, Deviant brings in Mean Wheel Mantis and shows him off to Trakina. This is so. This is what I want to know. Green Wheel, Green Wheel Mantis wants Trakina to pick him to like destroy the Power Rangers, right? I guess so. That's what it seems like. Why would Trakina not pick him? Like, what's the? I wondered the same thing. Why wouldn't you just send anybody willing to to do this for you? Yes. Yeah. Um. Also. I will say that when we see Green Me- I keep saying Green Meal Mantis. Green Wheel Mantis. He sure loves those avocados. When he shows up... I thought he was Mean Wheel Mantis. Oh, maybe it is Mean Wheel Mantis. I think that's true. But he's green, so that's where I'm coming from. The first snippet of character we get from Green Wheel Mantis, Mean Wheel Mantis... Obnoxious. Is... Zoom! <laughs> and he says it unenthusiastically like that. And there's a brief pause at- after it where everyone's kind of confused at what's happening. And it was a not good introduction to him. I didn't like that when she agrees to let him go, he like runs around like a hyperactive toddler and like just kind of talks a mile a minute, but in such a way that they're like, you just need to keep talking while you're running around until we end the scene. Because he's quick. He's fast. Yeah, it was annoying. The only thing I liked about it is the second he leaves, it cuts immediately to him on a motorcycle. Blowing up buildings. Yeah. That was where I was like, oh, maybe I might enjoy this episode. But then it got to the race, and the race was all American footage, and I just found it slow and boring. And So you can have two I, races. I don't think they did it effectively here. And it also doesn't help that Mantis was like, hey, race me around the dome, and you'll win your trophies. And they all go, we're not going to race you. And he's like, okay, well, you're not going to get the trophies. And then they chase him down to like beat him up and steal the trophies. Until... The race is coming to a close, and everyone and Leo is just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna win! I'm gonna win this race for the trophies." Did you notice that? Uh huh. These episodes aren't good either. Where neither of us have like anything to say about what the other one wants. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't have anything. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of tuned out pretty quickly, and I tried not to. I wasn't but I on just, my phone. I wasn't on my computer. I was on my phone about halfway through because I just kind of I tuned out. I didn't like during the second race when Leo has to have a flashback to the beginning of the episode to remind himself why he's racing. When the camera is just like close up on his face and you just hear, "Uh," it is dumb. Uh, I do wish that there was a consequence going back to them fixing up the bikes. I do wish there was a consequence to Leo just kind of sneaking out with it. Yeah. What would the consequence be? Exactly. If he if he lost the race and there had to be a third race or they had to escalate. Well, I'm not even saying I'm just like something that even if it's not a, a negative consequence or what his bike's not completely finished. And so it like 
Actually, that's a good idea. What if what if his bike wasn't he thought it was finished? Uh, being fixed, but it wasn't. And so during the home stretch, the engine blows out and he slows down, and then he has to summon the magical yeah. racing power. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. Yeah, you're right. That would work. Or even if you have Leo and Kai show up and they're like, hey, we did this thing to it. Say Galacta power. Say Galacta whatever power. Using my, my mechanic know how, I gave it magical transformation abilities. You know, like you do. I was talking to my condor dragon, and he told me that my wrench has more power in it. <laughs> I just had to say galactic wrench power, go. I hate the galactic beasts. I hate that they talk to them. I hate that scene of them in the forest. I mean, yeah, I guess the galactic beasts do just kind of chill out on this space station. But do they just chill out on this space station? Yeah, I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> do 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 people see them just like if you're wandering around the forest going for a jog do you occasionally walk into the galacta beast just roaming around do they hide i think they frolic <sighs> i hate anytime i'm reminded of the fact that this space station is essentially an entire fucking planet hey andrew did this have to take place on a space station no hey seth did we get some characterization leo is the magician did he do a magic trick? No, but he said he should have just done magic tricks instead. I don't remember that. I think at the end, there's something. They, he has a line. I don't remember the con. This is going to be a good story because I don't remember the context. I don't remember when it happened in the episode. But I want to believe it was at the end when he's talking to Maya about talking to the Galacta Beast. And he goes, maybe I should just stick to magic tricks. Oh, no, I think he says it at the beginning when he's talking to Maya about talking to the Galacta Beast. And she's like, you can't do it. And he's like, maybe I should just stick to magic tricks. Uh, all I could think of was you did one fucking magic trick in 29 or whatever episode we're on goddamn episodes in 26 so, goddamn episodes and you're calling yourself like you're playing the magician card not on my watch speaking of the end of the episode were you as annoyed as I was probably not I was that they tried to hide the fact that they were going to be racing on normal bikes until the final moment I didn't think about it because I was too focused on the fact that like why can't Maya and Kendricks ride bikes? I was wondering that too, and the reason is Maya would have to change clothes. I've seen Maya people ride never... bikes and, and skirt things. Granted, hers is shorter. Or are you saying because she's a space alien woman? No, I'm saying because all the bike, all the guys are in biker gear, so the girls would have to be in biker gear. But Maya never, ever, 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 never once changes her fucking clothes. I thought it Leo still was bothers go talk me to that the, she... to the cat, the yellow cat Zord. And get her bike. So can everybody transform their bikes into those things, or just his? I'm assuming just his. I think everybody's calling it the red whatever. I assume everybody can. I think it's just a leader thing. I did like the fireball move. This is going to contradict a little bit of what I was saying earlier about being pissed, but everybody. I said I wish the race was more interesting, and I really like when you know you have to fight the monster on their own arbitrary rules because it changes up the the format of the episode, and that kind of stuff is usually pretty fun. At the same time, when the monster just transforms your friends into statues, and we learn later that once he's destroyed, they transform back, why not just fucking fight the monster when he says, race me? And you say, no, because that's why they, you're not That's what they tried up. to do until do they, they got to I the just, end of the race. I just remember him, like, blowing past them, and then they were like, we got to get on our bikes and race them. I think they were catching up to him because he has the trophies. I mean... Whether or not you want to race him or not. Did he ha have the trophies the first time? Yeah, he put him on his bike. Sec 
Okay, I just remember the second time when Leo has to stick his sword in the thing. Yeah, that was a different thing. And I was like, why would the Stingwingers not just grab the sword and take it? Since we've already learned the monster's lying about his end of the bargain. Why wouldn't he just, the second that sword's gone, just or out of the ranger's hands, why wouldn't you just take it? Also, I did like when the Stingwingers come out with their checkered flags and wave it around when the monster wins the first time. Well, I was going to say, or why not have when the green light goes and... Green Wheel Mantis, Mean Wheel Mantis flies off. Instead of flying off after him, just stay there and take the trophy. But I guess you have to beat him to turn him back. I am sick of these, like, like, hey, I won, turn him back. I'm evil, I lie, so I'm not going to honor. That's just a Power Ranger staple at this point. It used to piss me off, and it still does irk me a little bit. But at this point, I'm just used to the Rangers will always believe the monster. Well, and it's just so uninteresting. I, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily pisses me off more than it's just a an eye roll moment where it's just like, mm-hmm. why can't you just have them win? It's more fun and interesting, but they have to take it so seriously. Plus, so many of these types of episodes happen where the monster strikes a deal that if the monster actually followed through with the deal, then it it lends more credence to believing the next monster. When every single monster, when you when you fulfill your end of the bargain and the monster says, ha ha, fuck you, then the next monster that comes and says, hey, I'll, I'll do this thing. If you do this thing, the rangers say, no, fuck you, and just fight him. But they don't. Every single time, they're like, we've got to do what he says. And I just... Why not have a monster that just says, oh, you won, here, I'll do this, but then he just goes, well, but also, fuck you, I'm going to turn big. Because he's no longer breaking his deal, he's just like, fuck you, new bargain, fight me. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I just don't like him calling it out. Anyway, do we have anything else to say about this? I think we hit everything. I'm trying to think. This is kind of sporadic. I don't think so. All right, cool. Freeze frame end credits. Seth, two put-ups and a put-down. Uh, it was something different. I like the I like the contest. Was it as interesting as it could have or should have been? No, but it was more than just like the monster showed up and we have to fight him. But oh my god, we can't beat him now, or we did beat him and now he's gonna grow big, and then we're gonna do this. I got to watch people ride around in motorcycles and wonder how the mantis guy, mantis actor, could see. <laughs> and they were actually kind of riding him out of speed instead of remember the last time we saw motorcycles and they were right. Driving them at like two miles an hour and just speeding the footage up a bunch. This felt like it was actually at speed. My second put up is going to be. I like the fireball move. It was fun. It was a cool looking attack. My put down is going to be the monster growing big. The episode should have ended when they when he did the fireball attack and Maya and Kendricks turned back into regular people and then Leah would say something stupid with his dumbass face and be like, "All right, here are my trophy women." <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that <laughs> that was a half laugh <laughs> my first put up is the stingwingers uh waving their uh checkered flags around that was fun they remind me of putties when they do goofy stuff like that my second put up was going to be the mantis because i thought he looked all right until i realized about halfway through the episode that he doesn't have a mantis head he has a mantis head shaped head but then he has like a humanoid face on the front of it and it's creepy and gross and i didn't like looking at it so my second put up is going to be it was a race episode and they tried to do something different despite the fact that i didn't enjoy that in and of it i didn't enjoy that as a whole the fact that they tried something different i gotta give it props for that it might have, I mean, in all honesty, it might be more my mood than the episode itself. That's kind of what I was wondering, but, I mean, like we said, it's not perfect. It's just... It, I did not like this episode, but I think my mood made it worse. 
But I think it's also just the fact that I'm burnt out of this this series. When the episode starts and it does that little trumpet, I immediately am just like, don't fucking care. I hate that noise. My put down is going to be uh, talking to the Galactabeasts. Hate it. I hate the Galactabeasts. I hate that they're in the forest. I hate that Maya can talk to them. I hate that Leo can talk to them now. I don't like it. It's stupid. You got to talk to them with your heart. and You got to put your hands up around your heart and then look like... You're trying to act serene? Uh, Leo looked really uncomfortable. Not like he was in an uncomfortable position, but like it was uncomforting to look at him. Anyways, hey, here's a question for you. Since you watch all the Sentai show, we I remember kind of wondering this before you started watching the Sentai shows. It's obnoxious to get episode after episode after episode of just ending in Zord fights and like seeing the same shit over and over in the same clips. Is that true for the sentai show does that happen what's what's like i mean you could essentially write a power rangers mad lib can you do that with sentai yes and no i will say at least 75 percent of a season's episodes of the what 50 to 60 episodes in a i think it's 50 something episodes in a season of sentai at least 75 percent of them end with them with a giant zord fight is it as abrupt no and is it sometimes yes uh, depends. And as short and like, I would say late game the the final maybe quarter of a season it starts to feel real samey. Um, you'll still get occasionally new stuff, but a lot of times it just kind of falls into the hitting the same couple beats. Not every fight's the same, but the same like maybe four fights will happen. The big thing that was really get, making me annoyed with Kaku Ranger is uh, Ninja Man. Yeah. Uh, Ninjor. Do you remember when he talked like that? Isn't that what he yeah, did? Yeah, it was, it was fucking annoying. He had that dumb voice. He has his samurai form, and it happens when the monster calls him a novice. And once that happens the first time, every single monster will call him a novice. And every single time he transforms into the samurai form, and it got old really fast but i will also say like the final couple episodes of every season that i've watched so far are vastly different from everything else uh die ranger they lose their powers for like the final two or three episodes and it it helps that individual episodes are different each monster has their own hook it's very rare that the monster just shows up they fight the monster it grows big they fight the monster it's usually the monster has a unique power there's a unique problem that they have to solve so the Zord that, fights are a little more palatable because the rest of the episode is... The rest of the episode is so different and and usually pretty engaging. Okay. It's rare that I hit an episode of a Sentai that I'm completely tuned out That you feel like you watched of. before? Yeah, and it, it could, happens every once in a while. In yeah, but a lot of times the monster has some kind of hook that makes defeating them have a certain strategy. It also helps... Um, there's a lot more non-ranger stuff happening. They do a lot more stuff unmorphed because often their their identities are usually fairly oh. well known in the seasons I've seen. So they'll do a lot more of fighting monsters or engaging with minions and stuff unmorphed or just doing general stuff. In Cocker Ranger, they have a lot of stuff with with their ninja suits before they actually morph into their cocker ranger forms it also helps um you get a lot of like multi-part episodes that actually have a reason to be multi-part episodes or monsters that show up more than once i like the idea of reoccurring monsters you have a lot of monsters that show up more than once or uh cocker ranger had like a team of female 
evil Cocker Rangers that showed up quite a few times. It's also weird. The weird thing about uh, Sentai that I've noticed is halfway through the season, you hit that mid-season bump where the main bad is defeated and the new main bad comes in. And it so far, it's happened in every season I've watched where one big bad is gone and the next one just kind of shifts in and that's the new focus. But it's a lot of fun. And it, I, it just I wish feels we didn't different. miss our April Fool's episode. I know they're a pain to do and like they're not super easy to talk about if we catch it in a weird spot but it didn't help that we this year we found out it was so last minute and i was just so yeah not but i always like watching the sentai stuff yeah i kind of wish we had done it oh well next time okay some quick house cleaning before we get to the japanese counterpart and what episode we'll be watching next you can find us online at once more with attitude.tumblr.com we post new episodes and extras every monday uh you can also tweet at us at 2swa pod if you like us and think we're two funny guys, you can also read a comic we work on, Ragged Rider, Tales of a Cowboy Mummy. Cowboymummy.com will have all the info you need. Also, the whole first issue, a whole bunch of shorts. We're in the process of doing a version two. So whenever that comes around, you'll see that there. And now on to the Japanese counterpart. Seth, why don't you give us a Japanese counterpart to this stuff? We have two of them. We have... Episode, or chapter 9 of Seiju Sentai Gingaman, The Secret Kitten, in which a mysterious meteor crashes on Earth near Gingat and seals her power, causing the feline star beast to shrink and regress into a kitten. A little girl named Yuko finds the young Gingat and the, me- and the meteorite and takes them home with her while the Gingaman look for the lost star beast. The Barbin plan on finding and using the meteorite's evil power as an energy source to start their ship putting Yuko in danger. Yuko refuses to give the Star Beast back to Saya, as she is lonely without a friend to keep her company. Saya must think of a way to get Gingat back while being considerate of Yuko's feelings. And then we have another one. Chapter 32, The Mobile Horse of Friendship, in which Ryuma meets a motorcycle shop. I thought it was going to say Ryuma meets a motorcycle. Ryuma meets a motorcycle shop mechanic named Ichiru and his sister Yuriko and befriends them only for Miruda Mishira, Miruda Miruda, the sister of Miruda Meadow Meadow to kidnap <laughs> Yuriko as part of a plan to gather human fear from 22 people to revive Titanics. Andrew, here's a question for you. How do I pronounce those? Yeah, you watch, you watch the uh, you watch the Sentai. What, what's that? No, I, like, so after we literally go on the brink of destruction here and do our show, now that you're watching Sentai, are you, like, interested to watch the Sentai versions? Oh, yes. I just finished Cocker Ranger, so next I'm moving on to O-Ranger, but I don't know when I'm going to get to it because I haven't really had time to, to sit down and start it. So you're, what, two series behind? O-Ranger would be Zeo. Oh, my God. You're never going to catch up. But I guess you got a whole season in there. If I if I have the time to sit down and watch, I usually get through uh, probably about a disc and a half to two discs, which would be about 10 episodes, 10 to 12 episodes, depending on how many episodes on a disc, within a a week and there's 10 10 discs usually to a season so it takes me about a, maybe a month or so to get through an entire series at okay. the at the rate i go now would you so if you got through o-ranger so you have o-ranger and then the in space one or no then you have turbo then i have co- uh car ranger yes and then in space and then lost galaxy if you caught up i guess would you want or would you wait until we were done with the season or would you kind of want like would you go ahead or would you kind of... I don't... Uh, if I caught up, I would probably maybe keep going. I don't really know. I guess it would just kind of depend. 
uh, it depends on how quickly Shout Factory puts these out. I pre-ordered the In Space season. Oh, so that's not even out yet. No, I think it comes out in August. So next time we're going to watch episode 27 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Loyax's Last Battle, in which I don't know who the fuck Loyax is and when his first battle was. <laughs> so this will be really good. <laughs> and you said Mean Wheel Mantis was garbage. Uh, as usual, I watch these on Netflix. I do too. And I've been your host, Andrew, and doing whatever is my co-host, Seth. And join us next time when we do this once more with Attitude. Hey, that's our show for something completely different. 